Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's Believe in Tiger Woods on the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen, the Tiger Woods Podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? I am Cam Rogers. Welcome into the podcast, folks. The 148th Open Championship is this week. Royal Portrush, founded in 1888 on the northern coast of Northern Ireland, the only club outside of England and Scotland to host the Open Championship, the second time in the course's history to host this tournament, site of the 80th Open back in 1951 when Max Faulkner won that one. Folks, it is a jam-packed program, and I'm going to just kick it right off by saying this. Tiger Woods will win the Open Championship this week, full stop. Now, if you have been listening to this podcast, you know I have been teasing this for many months now, that Tiger Woods is going to win this tournament. Before we get into the crux of all that and what Tiger is saying about the state of his game, we ask that if you enjoyed this show, please subscribe and rate this program. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, whatever. Find us at Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V, and at Believe Podcasts on your favorite social media sites, Twitter, MySpace, Instagram, whatever the case. And then, of course, you can find your guy, Cam Rogers, on Twitter, at MrRogers99, and at MrRogers98 on the gram. All right, so the rundown of the show today, talking a little bit about Tiger Woods and what he is saying currently about the Open Championship and the state of his game. Plus, I will go point by point in terms of how Tiger is setting up to play at the Open Championship, talking about his putter, iron game, driver, all that jazz. And then to wrap up, five reasons why he will win the Open Championship this week at Royal Port Rush. So stay tuned for that. So Tiger Woods making his 21st start at the Open Championship. We know he has three Claret Jugs to his credit. 2000 at St. Andrews, 2005 at St. Andrews as well, and 2006 at Royal Liverpool. Now Tiger's going to play with Patrick Reed and the Englishman Matt Wallace for the first two rounds. Tiger could move as high as number two in the world rankings with a win. A solo second finish could get him to number three, while a two-way tied for second finish could give him the opportunity to move to number four. Now, quick note about Tiger Woods not playing since the U.S. Open. Nobody has won the British Open without playing between the U.S. Open 
and the British since 1976. Who was that guy? Johnny Miller. Tiger Woods is going to end that streak here in 2019. So let's get into it. Tiger recently speaking with Bob Herrig of ESPN. Now, we know that Tiger has been doing other things in between this layoff, if you will. He played zero golf during his vacation in Thailand, as he should, by the way. This is like a business analyst not doing any business analyzation while on vacation. You check out, you reset, you regroup. It's like anybody else going on vacation from their corporate job or whatever the case. Tiger's job is to play golf. He went on vacation to Thailand with his kids, Sam and Charlie, and his mom as well, trying to get the whole Thailand experience for his kids because his mom is 75 years old. She's not getting any younger. His number one priority is his family, and that is very clear based off of this vacation here and Tiger telling Bob Herrig that he played zero golf while he was out there. Then, when he eventually returned, he putted, worked his way up to a wedge, then the irons, then the driver, his typical way of warming up. So Herrig said Woods looked a little sluggish early this week when playing a practice round with Patrick Reed. This is not really all that much concern because it's Bob Herrig saying this and not Tiger himself. No disrespect to Bob, but if it was any other reporter, I'd say the same thing. I want to hear it from Tiger. And then came this. Tiger during his press conference saying that his game isn't as sharp as he would like and I'll tell you guys that made me squirm a little bit because usually Tiger is very positive even if it seems like he's not coming into a tournament with good form he usually spin zones himself to make it seem like his game is really solid really good really solid momentum as well not the case here, and I'm a little concerned about that because we're hearing it from the horse's mouth, if you will. We're hearing it from Tiger himself that he is not playing as great as he would like. Now, we've also heard the other side of things. I remember a couple of years ago at the Masters, leading up to that tournament, there was reporting from Tim Rosafort saying that Tiger was tearing up medalist which is his home golf course, and he ends up not contending at the Masters. So it can go two ways. So while on vacation, Tiger rode elephants, went on a safari, visited the islands with his kids and mom, returned on July 2nd, went through that warm-up like I discussed, and going ahead and saying at his press conference that his game isn't exactly sharp. Now, golf like you guys know, is one of the more volatile sports out there. You can enter a tournament with three straight top 10 finishes and then miss the cut the next week. We know this. If you play fantasy golf, you know this. It's called regression to the mean. So if Tiger is saying his game isn't exactly sharp right now, that does not mean come Thursday it won't be sharp then. 
This is a guy who has over 80 PGA Tour wins. I think he knows what he's doing. So he talked about the course, Royal Port Rush as well. He says the tee shots require the right placement, got to have the right angles going into the green, and also said there are several runoffs with these greens. So if you don't hit the greens, missing in the right spot is really important here. By the way, footnote, decision still looms with the FedEx St. Jude Invitational next week in Memphis. Tiger has yet to commit. We'll see what happens there. Bob Herrig also says Woods will play all three FedEx Cup playoff events, which is something that I didn't see coming. I thought at the very least he would skip the Northern Trust Open and then go ahead to the BMW Championship at Medina and then scoot on over to East Lake to play the PGA Tour Championship. But I guess he's playing all three, according to Bob here, but we shall see if that comes to fruition. All right, so some nuggets of information there in terms of Tiger Woods talking about his game, talking about his vacation, basically getting us all up to speed in terms of what exactly he was doing for the last month. Because there has been this little bit of a golf lull, if you will, with the Rocket Mortgage Classic and the 3M Open and all that stuff. Inaugural events, great, awesome stuff, good to see new tournaments out there but not exactly elite fields. The John Deere Classic was the same way last week. So that's the deal with Tiger Woods in terms of what he is saying right now. Let's get into Tiger's game as we enter Royal Portrush. Now, if you stare at the statistics, they don't exactly scream, this guy is going to win this week. But again, it's golf, volatility, hang with me here. Let's start with the putter. Tiger is 61st in terms of strokes gained putting as of last week, by the way. All of these stats are of last week, not this week, because actually Tiger does not have enough rounds under his belt to this point in the season to qualify for stats. So we'll go with what he had last week. So 61st, he's a decent but not great putter at this stage of his career. The real concern for me is inside of 10 feet, guys, where Tiger ranks 168th on the PGA Tour. He's 164th from 20 feet to 15 feet in. He's 189th in three-putt avoidance. So in summary, his flat stick is nothing to brag about at this point, and he's going to have to make up for it with his crisp iron shots, hitting the ball close, and all of that. Golf is a game of compensation. If your iron game is not on point, you better have a good short game, and you better have a hot putter. If your driver is really bad, and you're spraying it all over the golf course, you better have a good recovery game, and you better have a good putter. If your putter stinks... You better have precise iron shots. And I'm talking about within 15 feet to the flagstick. So I really don't like to put a lot of stock into putting because, like I mentioned many times on this very program, it's one of the most volatile stats on the PGA Tour. You can have a guy who is 189th 
in strokes gained putting entering a tournament and win. So there you go. Iron game. What's the deal? Number three in greens in regulation at 71.5%. He's eighth in strokes gained approach and proximity to the hole. The concern continues to be his distance control with his wedge game. From 50 to 125 yards, Tiger is 175th in average proximity. Here's the good news about that, though, and I'll talk about this later in the program. At the Open Championship, you're not going to have a lot of wedge shots from 50 to 125 yards. Now, why is that? Well, you're not going to have... A lot of drivers off the tee, you're going to have a lot of irons, you're going to have a lot of three woods, five woods, hybrids, whatever. It ain't going to be the big stick, which means you're going to have longer approach shots to the green. So we're actually zoning in on more so of 175 to 200 yards out. Tiger Woods is number eight on the PGA Tour in that range, approaching the green in terms of proximity. Kepka is one, Patrick Cantley at two, Bryson DeChambeau at three, Mark Leishman at four, then it's McElroy, Jason Kokrak at six, Charlie Hoffman at seven, and then Tiger at number eight. That's a big reason why I have him winning this week. And again, I'll talk about it more later. But that range right there, is going to be very common for all of these golfers going into the greens. And then the driving. And Bob Herrig said it best. A pleasant surprise here in 2019. He's 67th in strokes gained off the tee. Even better, 49th in terms of accuracy. So if you look at Tiger Woods' standards, even at his peak, he was never really an elite driver of the ball in terms of accuracy and he is above average on the PGA Tour in strokes gained off the tee and in driving accuracy now with that said driving is really not all that important at the Open Championship because you're not really going to hit a lot of big sticks to begin with you're going to have more two irons you're going to have more three irons four irons whatever the case not so much a driver. So those are the stats for Tiger's game on a more generalized scale heading into the Open Championship at Royal Port Rush. I am now going to tell you five reasons why Tiger Woods will win this week. Number one, rest. That's right. A lot of people out there are in a tizzy because Tiger Woods has not played since the U.S. Open. Now, from a selfish standpoint, yeah, I would like Tiger Woods to play more golf. But you know what? He's 43 years old. He's gone through multiple back surgeries. I don't want him playing the 3M Open and the John Deere Classic, okay? Yeah, he probably would have finished inside the top 10 at both of those events, if not won both of them. But I don't give a crap. I care about the majors. I care about the FedEx Cup playoffs. I care about his health, number one, above anything else. And so does Tiger. And Tiger knows his body better than anybody else out there. I don't care who you are. You have all of these armchair doctors, if you will, on Twitter 
saying that Tiger Woods needs to play regular tournament events to get ready. And I'm not saying that is a dumb opinion. It makes sense if you pose the right logic. Like, Tiger Woods should play regular tour events because he will be better equipped to play a major championship. That is the logic out there by a lot of people, and I totally get that. But Tiger Woods is not 25 years old anymore. He's not Patrick Cantlay. He's not Ricky Fowler. He's not one of these younger guys on tour. So in that vein, I predicate health and rest for Tiger Woods more so than anything else. And by the way, it also takes the pressure off of himself to reset, to regroup, to go on vacation, to put the sticks away, put them in the basement, put them in the cellar, lock them up, take some time with your family, come back, warm up, get all of that going, and then get ready for the Open Championship that week. So, yeah, I don't think he'd be in any better position if he played the John Deere or the Irish Open or the Scottish Open. By the way, Tiger Woods has never, and I mean never, played the week before the Open Championship. And 50% of the time in his career, he has finished inside the top 10 at this tournament. I think he knows what he is doing. Number two, Open Championships are set up for older players. So Tiger Woods is 43 years old. Darren Clark won at 42 at Royal St. George's. Phil Mickelson won at 43 at Mirfield. Tom Watson in 2009 at Turnbury nearly beat Stuart Sink at age 59. So why do Opens tend to cater to older golfers? Well, the answer is pretty simple. Distance really doesn't matter all that much. It's all about touch. It's all about putting. It's all about scrambling. It's all about recovery. That is the deal with the Open Championship. And Phil Mickelson is one of the best wedge players in the history of the game. Zach Johnson, not too long ago, won the Open Championship. He is known as a wedge master. So there is a reason here that opens favor the older guard. And by the way, old is relative in terms of the PGA Tour. Like 43 in regular life is not old at all. I just turned 25, by the way, and I feel old and I really shouldn't. But here we are. Tiger Woods is in good position because of his age. Number three, less driver, good news for Tiger. Even though he's pretty good in terms of accuracy, I like to lean on Tiger being more conservative at the Open Championship. Sometimes it is frustrating when you watch Tiger play a different tournament, a regular tour stop or whatever, and he's very conservative with his driving. But at the Open, irons off the tee, woods off the tee, hybrids, whatever he wants to do, will be a good thing for him and also allow him to hit those long iron shots, which leads me to number four. His long irons are really good. As I mentioned, he's number eight in terms of proximity to the hole from 175 to 200 yards out. 
His wedge game, not so good in terms of distance control. His long irons, pretty darn good. And also, like I mentioned, number eight on the PGA Tour in strokes gained approach. So I talked about this at the U.S. Open. I was concerned about his distance control with his wedges because he was going to see a lot of 50 to 125 yard shots. And that's why I didn't think he was going to contend. And quick tangent here, by the way. I have been pretty good with predicting Tiger Woods the last couple of tournaments. I am not one to pat myself on the back. I suck at most things in life. But the fact that I've been pretty solid in terms of predicting Tiger is actually kind of scary and eerie. Now, I predicted him T25 at the U.S. Open. He finished T21. I predicted T7 at the Memorial Tournament, and Tiger Woods finished T9. So I have been in the ballpark here. So for me to say that Tiger Woods is going to win this week, God, I sure hope I am not wrong. That I can tell you. Because if I am, it's going to be really humbling. All right, let's go to number five. Finally, Tiger's Lynx Golf Knowledge is the best in the entire field. Everyone is coming into Portrush, by the way, basically on a blank slate. Except for maybe Rory McIlroy and Graham McDowell. So the course knowledge out there really isn't all that high for a lot of these guys. Tiger Woods has seven top 10 finishes at the Open to go along with three wins. So he has either finished inside the top 10 or won the Open Championship 50% of the time. Flip a coin, there is a good chance Tiger Woods is going to contend this week at Royal Portrush. So those are my five reasons there. I'm going to lay it all out on the line. I am not going to stray away from what I have been saying for many months now, that Tiger is going to win the Open Championship, and that means we are going to enter 2020 with a very real shot, or at least a mathematical shot, for Tiger Woods to pass Jack Nicholas in the major championship column. That is big stuff, folks, and that's going to be a big storyline as we enter next PGA Tour season. All right, guys, the Open Championship coming at you this week, the final major of the season, and then we look ahead to the FedEx Cup playoffs. I'm Cam Rogers, guys, signing off for the Tiger Woods podcast. One more time, please do subscribe, review, rate, all that good stuff. Hopefully five stars if you like me. If you don't like me, one star. But hey, I'm really hoping that you do. So I'll talk to you guys next week. We will recap the Open Championship and talk about how we go forward with Tiger's game. Hopefully I'm talking about how Tiger is the champion golfer of the year, hoisting that claret jug come Sunday afternoon. I'm Cam Rogers for the Tiger Woods Podcast. Talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.